Today is, I'm going to be sneaky and not tell you, but what I will tell you is that within the Libro Cube is her video games day. Ah, uh, if you are unaware, which I don't know how you could be, uh, her video games day is where we combine Thursday and video games. And day? No, no, that's in Thursday. Where I review slash talk about um, slash palaver, yeah, I'm gonna throw that word in there, uh, about the most recent video game I, uh, completed. Completed, or, uh, occasionally has happened, although rarely, I'd like to say, decided to stop playing because I wasn't having fun anymore. I'm allowed to do that. If I was a professional video game reviewer, that would be not allowed. But I'm not, so I do. I do what I want, when I want, how I want, where I want, um, why I want, because I do. Uh, something I like to say right off the bat is that there will be spoilers, most likely. I think uh, probably definitely <laughs> on this one, pretty sure, uh, if I do recall. Uh, something else I like to say is that if you like what you hear, meaning this podcast, and not the sort of ambient noises around you at any given moment. What you can do for uh, a payment, if you will, is to give me a million dollars. No, that is ridiculous. Why would I even say such a thing? What you can do is pass on this podcast to a friend or well-wisher, and I would appreciate that, because that is how podcasts grow and fruit. Today's sponsor is Monkey Wrong Country Primate Sanitarium. Once again, today's sponsor is Monkey Wrong Country Primate Sanitarium. Mm. Today's game is a little game by the name of Dead Space Thrizzo. That's my scary noise that I will do when I'm trying to get across um, a scary noise. Yes. Uh, I had played 1 and 2. Um, I think that is... I was going to say I played 1 and 2, obviously. And I think it is, because jumping into part 3 of a game such as this is ill-advised. Uh, I would not recommend. Uh, I would recommend going and playing from the beginning, from Dead Space 1. Uh, even for the simple reason that Dead Space 1, I don't know if better is a word I will throw around, however, definitely uh, much scarier. And this franchise sort of falls into the survival horror genre, uh, most definitely. However, in this, the uh, most recent one, they've sort of moved away from that a bit. There's definitely scary parts, but uh, compared to the first one, and I kind of don't remember the second one too much. Definitely a little lighter on the scares and more on the action, which uh, I wish they had not have done for the simple reason that 
if you want to play uh, an action shooting type game, you have a shit ton of choices out there. Um, so it was nice uh, in the first one that they stuck a little more to the horror milieu. Ooh, now I've used genre and milieu. Ho <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yes. It's funny because the only real review I've heard was on a little web series called Zero Punctuation. And he had a similar complaint, although said it much, much meaner than I just did. Way meaner. But I don't do that in the Liberal Cube because, as you uh, probably know, if you've made it to the end of an episode, uh, it's nice to be nice to the nice. Is it not? It is. I uh, did something with this game that I don't do very often, very, very infrequently. Uh, I pre-ordered it. Uh, the only games I can think I've done this before was Fallout New Vegas. Uh, just off the top of my head, that's the only game I remember actually doing that. Uh, I did it this time because I knew that I would want to play this game, having enjoyed the first two so much and wanting to know where the story was headed. Uh, and also, the buggers. Now this is very controversial. Virtual? Uh, nowadays, that with the pre-order quite often comes some bonus content. I guess the reason that's controversial is that uh, someone buying this game used will not have access to it uh, without paying extra, I guess. And some people feel it gives an unfair advantage. However, uh, I can see it giving an unfair advantage and people caring if it was a multiplayer game. However, if it's just a single-player game, who cares if I have an unfair advantage over the Necromorphs? You should not care. Uh, what did I get? Uh, a free gun, basically. It's funny enough, the gun that I used, uh, or the gun that I got for pre-ordering, I don't think I, I barely used it all. So, was it worth it? No. No, it was not. Okay, let's hop in to my notes. Uh, if you've listened to most of my podcast episodes, but uh, I think a lot in the third video games and book Wednesdays. Yeah, definitely in those more than others. Um, I just take sort of point form notes when things happen that appeal to me and I think others would be interested in. Yeah, yeah. And the reason I think that is, is because with a book and a video game, uh, the time spent with it is much, much more, many, many fold more, especially with the case of books. So whereas on a, a TV Tuesday or a movie Monday, uh, quite often all I'll write down is the title and then just go from there. Uh, with these, much more in-depth. You feel me? Oh yeah, feel me. <clears throat> that may have grossed some of you out, some of you may have turned on a little bit. So, hmm, interesting. Uh, note first is sort of a little bit of the story. The year is 2414. Hmm. Oh, uh, this is from uh, the first game. The first game took place in the year 2414. Uh, you play Isaac, who is sort of a, just a, a space miner would be a good, good way to describe him, I think. Miner, engineer. 
that's that's a better way to describe them. And when I say minor, I don't mean someone uh, not old enough to drink. I mean someone who mines, mines ores. So he and a crew are sent to a planet that is being broken apart for its resources. Uh, that right there is kind of cool, just for the fact that uh, I've been reading and I think it was wired and seen on the interwebs a bit how we are within decades even, um, I guess potentially, we should say, of uh, mining asteroids. So that's cool. And I like it. Hmm. So I brought it up, as I do. There was a ship uh, sent ahead of them who, I guess, was starting the job, and um, communication was cut off with them. Uh-oh. That is never a good sign in a, in a space mission, or a mission of any kind, when communication is cut off from uh, your main forces, and you have to go out and see what's going on. My advice to you would be don't go out to see what's going on, just assume everyone is dead. Uh, so they get there, and the ship is sort of adrift, and uh, they head on board, and that's where shit starts going down not good uh, basically, it is overrun by uh, what this game franchise calls necromorphs. Uh, as you can guess sort of by the name, necro, necrophilia, necromancer, uh, has to do with um, death. Yeah, It's a sort of zombie-esque. Um, Definitely not full-flight zombie, which is a good thing. If it, if it was just space zombies, that'd be boring. These uh, have more of a... Uh, organic-y feel, I guess, would be a way to look at them. It's still sort of monsters from dead tissue, however, much more varied and cool-looking. Uh, that's one thing I will say about this uh, franchise, is the bad guys are very, very cool-looking and scary. Uh, my only complaint, I guess, uh, of them is that I wish there was more types. Uh, for example, in this game, you are basically... Um, from your very first bad guy to your very last bad guy, fighting perhaps not the exact same uh, bad guys. However, they're, they're very, very similar. Um, there's not too, too much in the way of variety. And that saddened. Uh, so you're on the ship, and you learn that these necromorphs, necromorphs, were, uh, morphs, morphs, were created using... Alien technology, I guess, would be a way to describe it. Alien technology called markers. Markers are sort of, uh, to me, kind of remind me of a 2001 Space Odyssey obelisk-like, except that they're shaped differently and have some red glowy shit on them. But other than that, very, very similar to that field. Yeah, okay, let's move on to Dead Space 2 a little bit. This, oh yeah, this this one, uh, cool. Now, now I remember, as I don't so much remember, let's just read my note. Um, so you made it back from this expedition. I think you were the sole survivor, as is quite often the case. Oh, you know what? This just reminded me off, right off the bat, is that these necromorphs kind of also remind me of, if you've ever seen the movie, uh, The Thing? Yeah, The Thing. I was gonna, I was gonna say it. No. Yeah, yeah, The Thing, sorry. Uh, with Kurt Russell, or they, they remade it uh, not too many years ago either. Those uh, those bad guys kind of look like this. 
Anyways, uh, so you make it back to Earth, and you are immediately put in a sane asylum, because quite obviously your ravings are of a madman. Um, so a lot of part two takes place in an asylum. Awesome. Uh, I've talked about, uh, I remember exactly when I talked about it, it was in, um, in a TV Tuesday episode, in a, uh, talking about Doctor Who, uh, Asylum of the Daleks, and how whenever you put Asylum into whatever you are creating, it's going to be awesome, such as that, such as Batman Arkham Asylum, such as the Asylum on the moon uh, Titan, that's one of Saturn moon, Saturn's moons, uh, in which place, uh, in, in which uh, Dead Space 2 took place. Uh, there was an outbreak of these necromorph thingamabobs again. You learn that there is a sort of religious order called the Unitologists who want to bring about uh, the destruction of humankind through the cleansing of the necromorphs. Ooh, good stuff. Okay, shit. <laughs> I spent way, way too much time. Uh, I want to get this done before I get um, where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, so, number three, uh, starts off with sort of a fifth element vibe, uh, in that sort of you're Bruce Willis, and you're, um, sort of, um, I don't know if a drunkard, no, 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 that's, that's not the right word, you're sort of, uh, just going through life not very well, <laughs> and trying to deal with your past, um, and then the unitologists come after you. And come after you hard. And you have to fight back and escape the planet. The Unitologist, the head one, is sort of the main bad guy in this. Um, main bad guy in the sense that he is trying to bring about what he calls the Convergence. The Convergence is basically that destruction um, of all humankind. Not so much even the destruction as its transformation into these monstery being things. So, for some reason, he is all about that. He's the head of the Unitologist, their church, who wants to bring this about. They have gained much power over the years and have basically an army. <laughs> One thing funny about that, this friggin' idiot, is that he leads a religious order slash army who wants to turn everyone into these monsters. And yet, through uh, great parts of this game, uh, you will be fighting these guys, as you can imagine. However, while you were fighting them, the necromorphs will not fight at your side, but will also uh, kill these unitologists at the same time. So, uh, if I was a unitologist and trying to uh, bring about the um, evolution, as he puts it, of the human race and the people who were already um, evolved, air quotes, um, were killing me and all my friends, I probably would develop a different um, view on my religion. I'm just saying. These guys are idiots. Okay, uh, so at the beginning, a one of the those markers I spoke about is released and the entire city is changed into the monsters. Um, I the, the game then progresses to the homeworld of the markers where they were created. At first, it's believed they were created by uh, this one group of aliens, but then we learn uh, that the group of aliens we thought were the creators of the markers were actually destroyed.
by said markers, so it was someone from even further in the past that created them. So that, I think, uh, at least potentially sets it up for part four. Uh, these is the, this series is making so much money, I'd be surprised if they did not uh, make a part four, which kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that uh, the game ends, and this is a spoiler, I guess. Whatever, it's not really. Maybe it is. I don't care. I'm going to say it anyways. You die. Okay? You're playing Isaac, and you're dead. Then the credits roll. I think if I was a person who did not always go through the entire credits at the end of the video game, I always do that, because sometimes, actually even often, there's, there's shit after the credits. Now, if you do not know that fact and just turned it off after you beat the game, uh, you would not know that after the credits you hear uh, Isaac's voice saying, like, hello, is anybody there? Um, I'm not dead, basically, so come help me. Um, let's make part four of this video game, he says. He says to you, he says. Uh, I had two pages of notes that I barely looked at. So, let's just see. Marker, jump out, marker homeworld. Uh, basements, feral ghouls. Yeah, you know what? It doesn't matter. I, I think I did pretty good. I'll tell you what you can do. If you email me to the address provided in the closing credits, uh, A, let me know how you think I did on that one. And uh, if you didn't like it and wished I had touched, uh, touched on my notes a little bit more, let me know that and I will share my notes with you. You, the listener. Folks, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper